Yo, 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 yo. All right, all right, everybody. All right. How's everybody doing out there? And fucking... And this... Bro, this fucking heat wave is... Insanity. Not that I'm a quitter or... Bro, it is... Taking its toll on me, like, to the 10th degree. To the 110th degree. Like, it's been a hundred and... Trip, not just triple digits. Everybody gets their wad in a bunch, their panties in a bunch when it gets to like 100, 101. But it's been like 110, 114, 111. It was 112 today. Uh, it's been like past 110 in California for about a week now. And I still got like a whole nother week to go. I mean, it's just merciless. Uh, merciless heat, you know, I don't even know what to say. It, it usually is not this high, you know, 101, 103, 105 is like where we usually max out, but they just ramped it up like a whole nother Five, six, seven, eight degrees, nine degrees more. It was 114, and I couldn't believe that shit the other day. I was, I was just standing, and you would just sweat. And then it's humid too because we got these fires, these California raging fucking fires, these infernos burning, seemingly burning every mountain. I mean, and we are in fire season here in California. Uh, seemingly every year is fire season. Uh, burning down. I don't know. Like people like me, you know, that live don't live here, don't understand like what's left it. But I don't know. Like it seems to be it, shit burns every year. And I think because we live on the coast, that there is enough saturation of water for stuff to, you know, stuff to grow back fairly quick. But then. You know, the fires come the next year. It just gets high. The temp, and then we don't, like, have a handle on it. Like, like New York, you know, you're dealing with the cold and stuff like that. But I never hear of fires over there. And, you know, California is weird because you get cold. You get cold. I mean, there's snow here in some places. Yeah, obviously, where I'm at is fucking insanely hot right now, like I said, 114 the other day on my Snapchat, it's 114, I mean, what can I say, shit is like Las Vegas temperatures, so we get desert vibes here, but then we got a coast, we got beaches, and we got lush, you know, Northern California's got some lush greenery, and South, you know, San Diego, it's got a whole different climate, like, there's different climates, different strokes for different, like, the beach areas where I'm at, you know, high 80s to the low 90s is what they top off at. And then in the winter, you know, like half the year you have to wear a sweater because it does, you know, the, the ocean breeze cools you down. But it's just insanely, it's insanely hot. I'm barely surviving, man. I was to drink a gallon of water today at least. Just, and that's just to stay upright. I mean, I was... Torching. I was in, you know, that's another thing. Uh, I was operating the torch, fire and flame today, and it just, I mean, perhaps it was just too, too crazy. Too crazy to even comprehend, man. I mean, I can't comprehend how hot it's been because it's usually, it, you know, usually here it kicks up hot, but it doesn't kick up this hot. It's just unfathomable how hot it is right now. But besides that, you know, on the COVID front, uh, now the kids' the school is starting back up and around the country. Uh, surprisingly, there's a lot of people that are against the online classes for the kids, which I don't get. Uh, I don't get the backlash for it. I, I actually, I don't get 
the fucking pe- fucking people's mentality of like just raw dogging air, like nothing's gonna happen to them. Like you know, even though this one isn't as a killer as like the Black Plague. I mean, what happens when the fucking when the root plague hits here? Like you're gonna have those idiots that are like, no, that's not true. And I, and I mean, I don't not, you know, just don't I don't understand it. But with all that said, um, kids are starting to go back to school and they're doing it online. And I actually think that's the correct course from here on out. Um, schools are not, schools here in the States are just not sanitary. They're not, they're not up to par on schools in other countries. The schools in other countries, and I'm looking more towards you know, South Korea, Japan, and Germany, and Europe, most of Europe, the schools, you know, are a lot better. Um, I know Americans want to believe that, America wants to believe that it's the center of the universe when, you know, I want to say when Donald Trump was saying make America great again, I didn't really know what era he was talking about. You know, what he had in mind, like the 70s or the 60s or the 50s, you know, maybe, you know, you know, maybe it's just a, just a catchy slogan that he said, but America hasn't been, in many aspects, hasn't been top dog in many aspects. I mean, our education system is piss poor. I mean, I don't really think you'll find much of an argument outside of maybe our top colleges, like Harvard and MIT. They might be, but a lot of Americans don't even get, can't even afford to go to it. So what good does that do? A lot of foreign people coming to MIT, which is oddly enough, it's kind of wild that the people that waltz through MIT and Harvard and Yale and all these other places, and you're like, what the fuck? Like a dictator from a whole other country rolled up in there? Wild. You know, to me, that's wild. Um, but as far as the elementary, middle school, and high school, I mean, top to bottom, left and right, you know, the art schools are shit, have been shit. Uh, a complete, you know, it's a complete failure on the government. And and I think it much so to, to the dismay. It's even the people's fault because I, you know, I'm one of the ones. I don't believe we should be fucking around in the Middle East, militarily wise. We shouldn't be fucking around anywhere with the military and i know that everybody's like well you don't support the military if you don't fucking no i don't i mean yeah you have to have defenses sure but we've been fucking around in iraq and afghanistan for the better part of like i don't know fucking 20 years like if you can't finish a war in fucking x amount of time then what the fuck are you really doing like you know, it was a goal. Defeat fucking Hitler. Defeat fucking the South. Get it the fuck done. Get it. You got it done and it's done. Like, you know, our goal was to fucking get Bin Laden. Took a while. He's gone. I don't know what we're still doing over there. Still blowing shit up. Um, so we've been spending way too much money on that. There, there's a complete... There's a complete... You know, the United States just fucking wastes a lot of money in areas that it should not be wasted. Um, You know, defense, military shouldn't be that high of a budget. You know, and we need better schools for the kids. Our schools are way behind. I don't know where fucking schools your kids are going to, but... You take a look at the schools in Japan. You take a look at schools and all of them have computers. All of them can operate a computer. They pretty much were doing classes online at a school. 
you know, working from the computer, and then they go home and do more homework there. As far as Europeans go, I mean, Germany is like one of the top dog, you know, educational systems, and there's plenty over there. And the whole thing about thing about it is the kids fucking learn multi languages from young. They learn mathematics from young. They learn a lot of things from a young age. And it, frankly, they got the American beat most in most aspects of school. Um, I believe we should take the money out of schools as well, like the sports money. America is more interested in fucking, you know, college Super Bowl, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, they're more interested in the basketball, you know, March Madness shit, than they are actual students fucking attending, you know. But with all that being said, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't get the fucking backlash to the classes online. Here in the States, we're so far behind on education with other states. It's embarrassing that these fucking people are clowning that they have to fucking, oh, my kid has to go to school, has to go on online classes and and I'm not a teacher. Like, well, nobody fucking asked you. To be, the fucking kid's going to go to school online. What really is, are you fucking, what really is the problem? Like, make it make fucking sense. Make it make fucking sense. You can't afford a computer? You know, that's another issue as far as the United States goes. But, again... Uh, you're probably sitting there on a smartphone, arguing and bitching, posting shit online. So, you know, priorities, you know, get them in order. Uh, but yeah, kids are going back to school. It's just interesting to see that um, unfolding here now. Sports are picking up. I know the Lakers in the playoffs, they got beat by the Blazers uh, the other, yesterday, as a matter of fact. But I'm not going to talk about sports on this episode. I'm going to say that for later. I don't even know. I don't even really consider this NBA season. Somebody's going to be a champ. and But I don't really feel as if it's going to be really like celebrated. Like, oh, they're the champs. I'm like, no. I feel as if it's just, to, it's just to get this season out the way without leaving a cliffhanger as to what happened. You know, they were they went so long, and then, you know, and for there not to be a champion, we'd be like, well, what the hell? Baseball's in action, but again, um, it's one of those things. A lot of players are testing positive for COVID. You know, it's a shit show there. The NFL's now, like, starting to get underway. And again, nobody knows what's going to happen there. So it's a, wild, it's a wild, trying time still in the COVID front. Uh, because I don't really believe if you put 80,000 people or 50,000 people or 60,000 people in some stands, I know for sure somebody's got COVID. I know for sure, for sure. Just like somebody probably would have AIDS there, probably somebody would have any other number of diseases. But if you send 80,000 people and let's say 10 people have it, it's possible that 10 people turns into 100, turns into 1,000 real quick turns into a hot spot of fucking people just fucking not being able to breathe. Like, not just one game. There's all a lot of games. There's college football. I mean, it's just, it's a whole fucking thing. Uh, but with all that, you know, with all that said, we'll see what happens. I don't know. You know, Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris uh, as the VP. I actually think that's a good choice for him. You know, I actually like uh, Kamala Harris. I, I actually like her and I like AOC. Uh, is it enough? Joe Biden needs to come out, you know, if he wants to actually, when he just needs to just literally lay the gloves off and just be like, you know what, fuck Donald Trump. Or, you know, like, nah, he, he's a fucking idiot. Like, if he's going to go that he's smarter than Trump and that, you know, go that route, the Obama route, that, hey, I'm smarter than Trump, 
Um, you know, take care of everybody approach, the happy-go-lucky. Like, because Donald Trump's going to come with the insults. He already calls him Sleepy Joe. Uh, I already see the pandering of, like, I don't know what's this thing about Kamala Harris and supposedly her grandpa was owning fucking thousands of... I don't get that. I don't know how you could dig up that information from the 1800s. Uh, and, there, and then something about she's not even American. Like, that's how Donald Trump's going to... That's how he's going to be. That's how he won the last time. So I, I need Joe Biden to just just get up there on national TV whenever it is that they start actually when they meet face to face and be like, you know what? This guy's a fucking idiot. Just point blank and simple. He's a fucking idiot. Like, we're in a fucked up spot because he's fucked up. He fucked up and he's fucked up. Like, it may be, maybe not there for you. You're just going to be like, well, this is what happens when we let an idiot run things. Like, this is what happens. Like, he literally needs to come out and say that. And I think Literally, uh, he'll galvanize all the Democrats. And but I don't know. I think Joe Biden gonna probably play it safe, you know, try to play the middle of the road. And I think that'll actually lead to his downfall if that's the route they decide to go. I mean, it's fairly easy. All he really gotta say is, "Hey, I'm not Donald Trump. I'm not an idiot." Literally, that's all he's gotta say. And I think he could win. Is he gonna say that? Is that the road they're going to take? I don't know. I'm not really behind the scenes in the politics. Uh, perhaps he's just a fucking... He's just a fucking sacrificial lamb. Because I, I do think the Democrats are doing a marvelous job and some of these young and up-and-coming stars. You know, you got the nasty women, that, that clique. Uh, Gavin Newsom, I think, is phenomenal, man. Uh... You got Kumo. You got you got a bunch of good people. You've got actually, you know, Jeff Bezos out there as well. Like, you know, Trump constantly was talking about his company. It would be fitting for him to just step in there and be like erase Trump off the landscape. Like there there's a, there's not so much on the Republicans. I mean, I don't know who's really excited for fucking Mark Rubio or anymore, or fucking um, the douche from Texas. I can't think of his fucking name. The Zodiac Killer, that guy. Uh, and out there, I don't know who else is out there in the play, playing field, but they all kind of fucking stink and suck balls. Like maybe the Gun Girl or fucking Tommy Lauren. You know, our fucking Alex Jones, like, that's who they're fucking, and they may, they possibly could win, like, who knows, but, uh, Alex Jones is a fruit loop and a half, and that's just not gonna fucking do it. There's also, there's also a bunch of nutty ass fucking Republican peoples. Uh, but yeah, that's enough about that, you know, just, I'm watching my, I know where my vote is going, I'm not gonna hide, I'm gonna vote for Biden, um. I actually, Biden, I would actually donate money if he fucking said what I said. And if he said, you know what, we're going to end all these wars. We're pulling the people back home. Uh, defense is going to go up, but we're not putting, we're not going to be blowing shit up. That would, I would fucking even donate like a hundred bucks. I'm not going to donate shit because I don't need to, but, but he should come out and say that and I would be happily donate. Yeah, ending the war, ending wars across the world, bringing our shit home, put the money to the fucking infrastructure, hospitals, fucking technology, schools, roadways, all that shit needs fucking, we, we need to fucking fix it. You were, ever since 9-11, we've been spending a fucking pretty penny blowing shit up and not actually fixing shit here at this house. This fucking universal healthcare should already be universal. It shouldn't even be a fucking question. We don't do it because we don't got the fucking money. Um, we need to get off fucking oil. That's another thing. But hey, that's, you know, I'm not going to get into political fucking debate with people. Because I don't fucking people are stupid. So I, it's not even a liberal or a conservative. It's just, it makes common fucking sense. that We're spending like 
hundred trillion fucking dollars in the Middle East, blowing shit up. We don't fucking live there. Uh, and there's we need fucking like twenty trillion dollars here at home to give everybody fucking a free doctor visit, uh, and some fucking bridges that are not gonna collapse and fucking new roads and shit. You know, we need to build some grand railways, some high-speed rails. Like, uh, yeah, we need the fucking kids to have fucking top-of-the-line classes, bro. Like, come on, this is fucking 20 years ago was 9-11. Like, get over that shit. You know, we already got Bin Laden. Fucked up all of Afghanistan, so, or Pakistan, wherever the fuck it came from. Anyways. Uh, moving on from all that, I am now watching, I wanted to talk, there's a couple of things I want to talk about, um, entertainment wise. I'm started watching Tales of Arcadia, uh, on Netflix, the new season just dropped, uh, the wizard one, and I haven't I haven't started it. I actually started watch the first episode and I was like, oh shit. We have to watch Three Below, Tales of, Arca- Tales of Arcadia Three Below, which piggybacks off of the original Tales of Arcadia Troll Hunters. You have to watch Troll Hunters, then Three Below, and now to the Wizard. You have to watch it in order because it's not going to make sense if you don't. Um, I just finished binge watching Three Below. Which is, you know, when I was watching it a while ago, I didn't get it. It seemed kind of clunky. But I got the hang of it. I got into it. And I just finished off season two yesterday. Uh, uh, a great show. You know, I, I'm looking forward to this wizard one. Because now, from what I can tell without any spoilers, is they're going to combine Troll Hunters three below and these new cast of wizards i don't know who's involved in it uh merlin i know is in it but if you if you know anything about the tales of arcadia merlin was in the og one that's who gave jim his fucking his armor and how he became a troll hunter in the first place was a fucking little thing that merlin gave him that kanjigar gave him that you know he used to fight all the trolls. Now, before you know, and I, and I say I haven't, I haven't watched the wizard one yet. I plan on watching it now. It's here soon. Uh, I don't know why that guy was fucking honking at me. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I could recap the three below. I, you know, basically. Aja and Krell are on a planet called Acheridian 5. Um, their planet gets fucked up by some guy named... Oh, what's the fucking guy's name? Starts with an M. I, you know, I just finished watching yesterday, and they kept calling that guy by his name. And, you know... I always thought to say it's Morongo or Mordon or something like that, but it's not. It's not more. It's not Morgan either. Not Morgana either. Some other. Some other shit that starts with the M. Anyways, that guy rolls up to the planet and he fucking. He kills the king and queen. Well, how did? How does? How did they die? I don't know. I don't remember, but. Somehow the king and queen fucking die, leaving Aja and Krell, which are the young ones. Uh, they get on a ship, and they take the mom and dad's cores. And, you know, supposedly they're kind of like um, they're not real people. Per se. They are. They're, they're more like computer beings. Like they have a, a core inside, like kind of looks like a fucking lightning bolt. But, like, that's inside of them, and then they, on the outside, you know, that's, like, they got, like, a computer body, sort, sort of. Anyways, 
they get the core of the mom and dad and they want to rebuild their mom and dad, but it takes time. Anyways, they get sent to Earth because they, they're looking for a place to escape this guy that took over their planet. Uh, they get, they go on a ship with this guy named Barbados Vex. And the ship's called Mother. Uh, and it's Aja Krell and the dog Lug. They get on the ship, they boogie out to Earth, and they wind up in Arcadia. Now, I don't know if this is the same Arcadia that's in California, but it, I, I'm led to believe that it is. Uh, just because they were at Griffith's Observatory, it looks like. Uh, in, in season one or season two, it also, there's a bridge that looks very familiar. In the Tales of Arcadia, the Troll Hunter version, so basically, it's Arcadia. I believe it's set in Arcadia that's in California that's not too far from where I live, actually. You know, and it's make-believe fantasy, you know. Not not real, but I'd like to believe that it is there. Now, they end up getting stranded on Earth, and the very first thing they have to do is assimilate themselves because they have to go out and find parts to try in an attempt to try to fix their ship. Uh, they disguise themselves as kids, obviously, because the, the prince and princess are both young. They're like 12 or 13 or whatever. Anyways, they had to get this disguised as kids. Barbados takes the form of some old dude. And the very first thing is they wander outside, and they get stopped by the cops. And they're like, what are you doing out of school? And so they get sent to the same school that the troll hunters are located uh, at the school, they, they struggle to fit in because, you know, they're, you know, it kind of reminds me of the times that they're aliens, they're illegal aliens, and there's a whole shtick about that, like, the whole, like, you know, they're really smart, and they can't, nobody, the, one of the fathers of the other students couldn't believe it because, you know, can't believe that an illegal alien would be that smart, how is that possible? Uh, so they do all of that, and then the story really unfolds that the guy that blew up the planet, or took over their planet, Akradian, sends bounty hunters down to hunt them down. So he sends these brothers called the Zeron brothers. He sends a couple of people down to try and kill dead or alive, try to kill Aja and Krell and, you know, effectively end the reign of House of Terran. That's their last name, Terrans. Uh, he wants to end them, so they're tussling back and forth with that all season one. Uh, they Initially, they're trying to get the parts to get their ship and move. They do get the parts, but just before they're able to take off one of the bounty hunters is able to, uh, what do you call it when they hijack? They, he gets on board their ship and he's end up. He's gonna leave and take the mom and dad's cores, which are they're like in a stasis. He is on his way back to Acheridian with the ship, and they have to down the ship again late season. Heading into season two, they down the ship again. They they. Aja is dating Steve Palchik. Um, they eventually find out about the Troll Hunters. And season two is pretty much that guy comes down from space. You learn you learn that Varvados Vex is actually the one who set up their parents. So there's a whole layer there of they don't trust him like for most of the second season. Um but that guy comes to Earth. He actually comes down to Earth. And he's in line with the... I think they call it Base 49. Or Area 49. <laughs> it's basically an Area 51. And the lady, the commander... Is trying to catch Aja and Krell. Um, I think his name is Miranda. He, surprised, he supplies that, current, that general with some alien tech and... 
he makes these robots that are called omens. They um, they basically they're like indestructible robots. So, but it's alien tech, and she's all into it. On a long story short. Oz and Crow both find out that this thing called the Galen's Core, which is like the ultimate weapon on their planet, was hidden on Earth, and the Troll Hunters have it. They're the ones who have it, and um, it's up to Oz and Crow to go get it. Now, Miranda, I think I don't know if his name is Miranda. He finds out about it as well, so. The last two episodes or three episodes is them tracking down Galen's core. The bad guy actually gets the core. And in the last episode, uh, they build a weapon that requires two royal cores to operate. But it, it basically sends his fucking laser beam to defeat anybody who's got this Galen's core. Um... They built the weapon to do it, and at the last second, their mom and dad that they had fought to keep alive, they end up coming to life. They realize what's going on, and then they end up sacrificing themselves to beat uh, the bad guy who ended up turning into some giant fucking alien robot. (laughs) They beat him, and basically... They're walking down the street. They find out that the end of the world is happening again, and now it's the wizard's turn. That's where Three Below is. It, it, you know, it's a really good. It's a really good story. You know, it just took me a while to get used to the second one because I, I thought the Troll Hunters was actually really good. Uh, I thought it was better than good. It was, you know, really I actually. I I thought they were going to continue the story like. Like, it was just going to be its own thing. But they ended up switching gears and making Three Below. And you know what? I, I didn't like it, perhaps, in the beginning. But now that it, I see it for what it is, and, I, and they actually started introducing the Troll Hunter into the Three Below world and, and whatnot, now, you know, it makes a lot of sense what they were what they were going to do. Um, now, as far as, you know, this Wizards, I, I think the Wizards involving all three aspects of Tales of Arcadia are going to make one big, long, you know, conclusion to everything. So we'll see how it goes. But overall, it's really good, you know. I liked it. You know, it's... I, you know, I give it two thumbs up. I, I just didn't... Initially, when I first started trying to watch it, I just didn't get into it right away. Maybe I didn't give it its due chance. But now that I went back and watched it, because I was... I tried to... I binge-watched the fuck out of it. I'm trying to get to watching this new one. And the new one looks really good, too. Like, it's a little bit more magical. Um, they, You know, you got... Uh, I can't think of... They have Arg and um, the kid with the hammer... I can't think of his name off the top of my head. They're in it immediately. Um, they have other Trojans. I'm pretty sure they're going to involve uh, DJ Kleb at some point. So I'm going to watch that. And I'll let you know that in a little bit. But I also, you know, I want to switch gears here and talk about the seven deadly sins. Um, hang on one second. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Fucking back. Uh, Stop to give me a quick bite to eat dinner. So that way I can get the fuck up out of here. Get home. Uh, Back to initially what I said. I I mean, not that I'm on a diet. I actually should go back on a diet. And I should get back to exercising. But I've got a lot on my plate. And it's just one of those things like, I don't know how motherfuckers make the time to get up, exercise, go to work, come home, cook, clean, run the household. Like, some of you are fucking be having some bullshit jobs where you can fucking wake up 
at fucking eight o'clock in the morning, get dressed, be at work by like nine, nine thirty, and be home at four or five. I didn't have an hour break. Like, I don't know, you know, if that's a college job or what, or where the fuck that jobs are are at. But I don't got one. I gotta get up, my ass crack of dawn. My alarm's going off. I, you know, I stayed before like three thirty, four in the morning. I get up, I'm out, you know, in my place. I work at six. You know, I do knock off early. By three thirty, four o'clock, I'm on the road home. But traffic, I don't get home to five or six. It's just a mess. But anyways, I just ate. Uh, and now I'm going to talk about The Seven Deadly Sins Season 4. It's probably Season 3, but Season 4. Now, I watched... I actually like where they were going with the first two seasons. Season two, three, two and a half seasons. This one kind of took me for a loop because they did a lot of, for me, they did a lot of um, backtracking and explaining like different layers of the story. The action was great. It just, to me, this one was a little bit much on the... On, the backtracking aspect of it, uh, it took it took probably like ten episodes for them to get caught up on everything. Now, what they did do that I did like is they now explained how. Now I don't know if you guys read the manga of it or not, but they explained how the seven deadly sins. Oh, they explain a little bit more of Gother's backstory. Uh, they explain a little bit of Merlin's backstory. They talked about uh, King and Diane, or actually Glaxina and Droll, and Droll, how they ended up on the Ten Commandments. They actually, they actually went, did a lot of good stuff. It just to me that could have been sprinkled in. On other, they, to me, the, this season of of the Seven Deadly Sins was mostly like trying to explain everything. It was more of an explanatory, um, more of an explanatory like season. And what I mean by explanatory, I mean they did they did a lot of. If you watch seasons one, two, and three, you know that you eventually find out that Meliodas is part of the demon race. As was the, they, they, they left it on a good cliffhanger at the end of season three. They had, you find out that Meliodas is part of the demon race, his brothers, Esterosa, and uh, the guy that starts with a Z. Can't think of his fucking name right off the top of my head. You find out that they're his brothers and that Meliodas was once part of the demon race. And he actually was the leader of the Ten Commandments for a while. Um, and he's like all powerful and he knows full counter and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, they show how he ended up leaving the Ten Commandments. See, I can't really talk straightforward because this doesn't happen straightforward. A lot of stuff happens... In this in the series, and a lot of stuff happens to a lot of the side characters. Like the, an actual timeline story, they probably only there's probably like from where the the other season ends to where it's at now. There's probably I want to say a month's worth, like or a couple of weeks worth of time that actually goes by. Like or maybe maybe even maybe even a little longer than that, maybe less. Um, but Britannia, okay, let's start at the end of the, the third season. Britannia is under attack. The demon race and the Ten Commandments have now made themselves known. They fuck up Camelot. They're in control of a lot of sections. Now, the Ten Commandments, uh, the Seven Deadly Sins beat a few of the Ten Commandments, but then they ended up 
like I said, they had, some of them got fucked up by the Ten Commandments as well. Uh, they split the group apart. Meliodas uh, met an untimely demise, sort of towards the end. Or actually, I think, was it Esterosa or the other brother? I can't think of the other brother's name. Zol? Zolj or something like that? Um, they, I think they shank him and he fucking, like, dies a little bit. But he just gets reincarnated. Now, the story picks up exactly where it left off. They... Britannia's under attack. The demon race is now fucking, like, pushing the, the cause. So they're pushing the envelope. Um, Gloxina and Droll. A number of the Ten Commandments have been defeated. I want to say, like, two or three of them. But a number of them have also... They just kind of quit. Um, and they really explain it more so in Gloxina and Droll's uh, King and Diane go they're trying to meet up with uh, they're trying to meet up with the rest of the seven days. They got separated. I don't remember how they got separated before. But they end up getting separated and the old fairy king Gloxana and the old giant race king, uh, King Droll, they actually meet up with Diane and, and King. And they put them in some sort of... They actually want to help them. Bro, because they they're tired of the demon race's war. They don't want to be a part of the Ten Commandments anymore. Um, so they put King and Diane in like... They send them back in time in Gloxina's body, in Droll's body, and they send them back to when all of this sort of started, which was, they say, 3,000 years ago. Basically, the demon race, led by Meliodas at the time, was being kind of hunted down by the angel race. No, the goddess race. They call the goddess race. They were being exterminated. There was a there was a tussle between the two sides. Now the goddess race ended up using the fairies and humans, and I think the giants. The demon race took. I think the demon race was all by themselves. So as the battle unfolds, Ludocio. Uh, he wants to wipe out all of the demon race. That's that's his goal. Elizabeth, what you find out is the same Elizabeth from nowadays. She wants to help some of them. Some of them don't want a war. They're they're just warned because they have to defend themselves. Uh, some of them actually, like Meliodas, is on the more neutral side, where he doesn't want to. He's in love with Elizabeth. But he doesn't necessarily want to fight. He's just trying to end the war. Uh, and they, Ludocio wants to just eliminate the entire demon race. Like That's his goal, to eliminate all of them. He has this thing called the Arc Light, and he wants to eliminate all of them. Now, you come to find out that Gother was also alive in those days. And Gother wants, he's the one that actually puts an end to the war. They don't get into how, but they show how Gother's maker and Gother himself um, was made to be, you know, he was a doll and then he gave him his freedom once the actual Gother came out of hell and was able to give him his freedom. So with that with that said they basically the goddess race wanted to eliminate the demon race in its entirety, like flat out kill them all. The demon race just wanted the end of the war. I can't think of the two people's names rather there's so many characters in the seven days since I mean I don't know everybody's names. I know some of the main ones. Um uh, but you find out that 
they actually didn't want to fight the goddess race. They just were defending themselves. And Ludosio was going to build some shit to end them once and for all. Glaxina ends up killing the person that was protecting her his sister and that's spurred on by the fact that the humans betrayed the goddess race it actually started slaughtering off a lot of the fairies and the giants and left the I think it's the Temple of Light open for the demon race to do what it has to do. The demon race, Gother actually sets up most of it. How to get the get him free from the demon realm. He comes out and he's the one that's actually gonna stop the war. They don't I don't know if they talk about how he stops it, but he's free and that's his duty. Now King's in Glaxina's body, so he sees everything that Glaxina did, and he's told he needs to make a decision, and if not, he can't come back. So he ends up picking the right decision, and um, and that's not to do the same thing that Glaxina did, because Glaxina did something, and Trita was paying for it for 3,000 years. Uh, Droll, the same thing. Droll had the chance to either die... By the hands of Meliodas' brother, or join the Ten Commandments, and they get into Droll's backstory that because he was painted, or he was green, that he would never fit in with the giant race, and he had four arms, so like he was kind of like an outcast. And that's why he didn't feel at home with the giant race, so he ended up joining the Ten Commandments, and that's how they show the formation of the Ten Commandments. They show how the war escalated. And eventually you find out that Meliodas and Elizabeth both had the hots for each other. And because of such act, the demon king, the current demon king, curses Meliodas and the goddess race queen curses Elizabeth to fall in love with each other and then and watch each other die for all of eternity. All of that backstory happens, like, I would say the first half of this fourth season. Uh, where they pull you into the future is now Meliodas finds out that Elizabeth, her curse is now activated. She's going to die again for, like, the 100, and I think they said, like, 168th time that she would have died. That he's known her, and then he ends up falling in love with her, and then she ends up dying. And then she wakes up with no memories and all of that. Meliodas knows this. And he's died several times as well. He knows this as well. And he can't... He's at the point where he no longer wants to deal with this curse. So they he had been having Merlin figure out a way to reverse the curse. Uh, to no avail. Him and, I guess, Merlin go way back. Um... And actually, I think Merlin, they, they talk about Merlin, they, she, she made a deal with both of the Demon King and the Goddess Race Queen to, um, so she can't be, I don't know, she makes some deal, but that's an old deal as well. With all that being said, Meliodas hatches a plan. To well, actually, he's going. He goes ballistic. Um, he was going ballistic since he was reborn. Um, they actually want his teacher comes out and wants to recruit him, but he doesn't allow it. Uh, but he starts. He ends up. I forget why or how he ends up in the cube with the. Uh, why am, why am I drawing a blank with that guy's name? Not It's not Esperosa. It's uh, the other really strong dude. The one that's got his power from the sun. The lion. The lion. I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. 
But he ends up in the, the cube with him. And him and Meliodas are fighting. They go, they end up actually squabbling with each other. Meliodas thinks he's invincible. Escanor. He ends up with Escanor in the fucking cube, the infinity cube. Escanor and Meliodas fight. And I actually think Meliodas had the upper hand for most of it until High Noon and Escanor became invincible, at which point he was able to fucking knock out cold Meliodas and um, and beat him, which makes a lot of sense, but Escanor can only do that at one point in the day. So there's not much else Escanor can do to Meliodas meantime. Um, especially at night. Meliodas can flick him at nighttime and just probably kill him. But at high noon during the day, Escanor is invincible. And and that lasts for like, there's a window of time there where not even Meliodas with power level like beyond belief can't can beat him. So anyways, Meliodas at that point, uh, because he gets defeated by Escanor, his demon side is now like increasing and he comes up with the plan to take the commandments from each of the Ten Commandments because the Demon King... The, initially, the Demon King's power was, like, way up there. But in order to rule the Demon race, in order to rule the Demon realm, he split his power in half and then... Okay, I'm back. I had I got cut off there for a quick second. Anyways, um... Yeah, the Demon King ends up splitting his powers in half, and then he gives, so that no one person can be too powerful, he gives half, he breaks that down into ten pieces, and makes the Ten Commandments, with Meliodas being the Demon King in waiting, the heir to the throne, so to speak. Now, Meliodas comes up with the plan that he's going to absorb all Ten Commandments, in order to usurp the current demon king and break his own curse. Now, it gets really complicated, and I like where they're going, because the goddess race, towards the end of the series, the end of the season, re-emerge, and they refuse to have anything of Meliodas doing that at all, uh, because they know like he'll wipe out not only the Demon King and make a whole new set of rules, but if Meliodas goes through with that, Elizabeth can no longer uh, help him. And there's a whole dynamic there that they're setting up, I believe, for the next season in which either Meliodas is going to become the Demon King and there's no stopping him. He breaks his own curse and perhaps kills off a lot of people. Uh, and at the same time, the goddess race is now up and about, and they don't want, they, since the original war in Britannia 3,000, um, years ago, when it first kicked off, Ludosiel, I think it's, Miles dead, but it's Samriel and Tamriel, uh, they want nothing to do but to wipe out the demon race, so they're on their way to wipe out Meliodas and in, in all that. Uh, King Arthur, I, they killed him off, but I think he might end up coming back because he was only shanked by one of the commandments' uh, powers. Right? Was it a commandment or one of the lackeys? Um, but yeah, the, it's very, like, this season, I really like the, the visuals of it. They just had a lot of backstory, a lot. They also get into, I can't think of those people's names. Um, they actually sacrificed six of their seven hearts and went like berserk back 3,000 years ago. And then now they only had one heart now. Esterosa was sent to go track them down. I can't think of their fucking names off the top of my head. Um... But 
they get snuffed by. Well, Esterosa snuffs the dude. The chick is still alive. She actually wants to join the goddess race. She no longer wants to be a demon. Uh, she has her commandment, but I think she gave it up or gave it to Esterosa. Esterosa, uh, you find out Esterosa was never supposed to have a commandment. He was never even supposed to have any dark magic to him, any demon magic. Uh, but he felt all his life that he was an outcast even from the demon race because he didn't. He couldn't even kill anybody. So his whole life he had spent working that way up the ladder to where he's at now. Like, And then he was not going to let Meliodas take over all Ten Commandments without him having to crack at it. He wanted to level the playing field, in which I think he did because he was alive at the end. And he took off with Elizabeth. And it's, you know, the next season, whenever that one does come out, it's going to be very, very interesting because I don't know which way they're going to go. But Meliodas is like full on cocooning with the, uh, the demon commandments and, you know, his other, both of his brothers are alive. The demon king is alive. There, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting things I play here. Bond is stuck in the demon realm. Vaughn, you know, didn't have much of a story to go out. All he did was try to go and find Meliodas' conscience in the demon realm. Uh, they talked about people visiting the demon realm, like humans or whatnot. They would go to the demon realm and the, like a second would go by and they came back like as if they withered away 90 years of their life. Um, but Bond is fully gung-ho ready to go because Bond's immortal. Um, Bond is one of my more favorite characters. You just didn't give him anything to do this season. I believe in the next season, perhaps he will have more of an impact. To me, like I said, this was more introducing the goddess race, more explaining the war that happened so many years ago, uh, the sacrifices that they were going to make to put an end to this war once and for all. Uh, the Demon King, the curse that's on Meliodas, and the curse that's on Elizabeth. Uh, it's a phenomenal, like I said, uh, I, it was a little bit heavy on the backstory, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I binge-watched that, too. It was done in about three or four days' time. I took it head-on and just was like, you know what? You know, I just watched it. just did the work, you know? And with that, you know, with that being said, I, I'm I'm more excited for the season coming up because now it's on good, solid ground. I know exactly like everybody, I know the whole story now. Now it's just a matter of what are we going to get you know, next season? What what route, what what story they take, which, which avenue they go down. Um, Meliodas being the Ten Commandments gonna take on his dad. It'll be interesting. It'd be interesting to see if Bond intervenes in hell. It'd be interesting to see what the goddess race ends up doing. Uh they haven't introduced the actual queen of the goddess race. It they had um they haven't introduced her yet. I mean she's she plays a big factor too because She's the one that cursed Elizabeth. Elizabeth does not want to get rid of her curse. She just wants to help Meliodas before it's too late. Um, they haven't got into that. But Gother, you know, I believe Gother's powers went up uh, after he was reassembled by Merlin. Uh, they, they, Merlin is up to some other stuff, too. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things that left wide the puck open. And I'm waiting to see what happens in the next in the next you know season uh visually it's it's a work of art uh one of the best graphic wise or just animation in general that i've seen in a minute um you know they get it, you know. They get into Gother's backstory. You, you know, his story is good too. 
Uh, show how you fell in love, you know, that how he didn't want a heart, how they found him, how he ended up, how he was part of the demon race or part of a commandment, and then just walked away from it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, I'm, you know, I watched The Seven Deadly Sins about a week and a half ago now, and I just, I, you know, when I finished, I was going to do that, this podcast sooner, but what ended up happening was I ended up watching other shit, and then now I'm getting to it. I miss, you know, talking about a lot of it. There was like 20-some episodes of it, I think 23, and they're all, they're all really good. There's just a lot of backstory. So if you wanted just a straight continuation from where they picked off and where it goes, you don't get much of it. They they spend a lot of time and a lot of backstory. So now, you know, I got to assume that um, you know, the next season will be pretty straightforward where you have all the pieces of information available to you. Like I said, the goddess race is really sneaky. Ludosio is kind of a shysty motherfucker. And I kind of side with Esterosa and the other brother. Um, I also kind of feel like the goddess race wanted to exterminate all of the demon race and, you know... Anybody across any time and area, anybody who does that, you know it's wrong. Um, whether it's the Transformers, whether it's, you know, the, the Chimera Ants, whether it's, you know, the Nazis, whether whoever it is that, you know, Thanos, when they, when the, when the thought becomes, I'm just going to erase this entire race or these entire beings or these this faction off the face of the earth like not just erase them like fucking exterminate them like you know that that's already like a bad notion now I can't you know you want to say like oh you know some people deserve it true Nazis do deserve it you know but at the end of the day you know you can't just exterminate you know, entire, you beat them, you make them surrender, and so on and so forth. Uh, but genocide or mass extermination or a snap of your fingers, you know, wiping out an entire universe is just not in the books. It's just not in the things that you can do. Like, I think we're conscious of that, you know, in, you know, not to do that. So, it's it'd be interesting to see what happens because I think the goddess race going is going to face the penalty of what's going, of what they're trying to do, what they've been trying to do for X amount of years. And I, you know, most of the demon race is just defending them, so they don't, they didn't really want a war with anybody to start. But the goddess race pulled in, pulled them into the war, and that was it. Um, but like I said, yeah, I can't wait for the next season to come out because I think it's going to be a lot, lot better. I think this season was more backstory, a little bit more, a little bit, um, how everything came to be, why the Seven Deadly Sins formed, why the Ten Commandments formed, what they're fighting about now, what they were fighting about in the old, how it all started. So that's it. The timeline is all over the place in this one. I think, I think they will straighten it out in the next one. And it'll be a little bit more, not as chopped up and diced as this one was. Uh, but you know, it was good. It was good. I, I liked it. Um, just like just like I said, I thought it was gonna be a little more straightforward. I didn't know they were gonna like go over all everybody's backstory. But you know, it's still enjoyable. I liked it. And and I'm gonna wait, watch the next one. You know, just like I'm gonna watch this Wizards. You know, Tales of Arcadia. That's just what I'm going to do. Um, anyways, guys, I'm going to call this episode right here. Hopefully, you know, I want to talk about the Acacia Strain Slow Decay. I may do that next episode. Uh, who knows where it goes? You know, like I said, there's 
things happening. So if I don't get to reviewing the Acacia Strains Slow Decay album, you know, my bad. But I've now listened to it probably like 15 times through. Uh, Maybe I'll give it another 15 times before I actually review so I can actually discuss in length what I think about it. Uh, So far, it's so positive. I like the grooviness of it more so than um than anything else i like the the beat and the tempo of it it's, it's hard hitting but it's got a good groove and a good balance to it um but I, i'll talk maybe i'll talk about that you know in the next episode a little bit more in detail but you never know i don't know I don't know can't say day day by day what what's going to happen but anyways guys that's it for this episode i'm out and i'll uh see you on the next one laters